there was health goals, you know, mm -hmm. or what we do is we would meet and we would make goals for like three months. And we're like, mm -hmm. okay, for these three months, we're going to focus on this and this only. And mm -hmm. then we check in and see how is that going? There is an accountability with yourself first and foremost. And then you have that backup of having the accountability of that friend or that partner or whoever it might be. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. If you're a super busy, stressed out mom looking to minimize self-doubts, challenge unrealistic expectations, and confront negative self-talk, all while increasing your self-confidence, then you already know that you have to stop feeling inadequate and fully believe in yourself. That's where the Quiet Your Inner Mean Girl program can help. In just eight weeks, you can transform your inner critic to become your biggest cheerleader. You will learn proven methods to stop negative self-talk, break the cycle of negative thinking, and shift your self-beliefs to ones that serve you. Start treating yourself with kindness and compassion and grow your self-esteem and confidence by enrolling in the Quiet Your Inner Mean Girl program today. You can find the link in the show notes of today's episode. We have here today on the Moms Without Capes podcast, Laura Lorta and Ashley Durden. And welcome to the show, girls. Thank Hi. you. Thanks. Thank you for having us. Yes. So Laura and Ashley are co-founders of Bella Valiente, an organization with a mission to help women from all walks of life to be the best version of themselves. They're both moms and have been accountability partners for many years. Their strategy of goal setting and tracking helped them both quit their nine to five jobs and start their businesses while raising their families. Today, we get the honor of having both Laura and Ashley on the show to talk about the power of accountability partners when it comes to meeting your goals. So let's just dive into it. Yeah. Share, us, share a bit about your journeys. And I don't know who wants to go first. This is the first time that I'm having guests. <laughs> so, so Laura, let's start with you since you okay. pop up first on my recording, on my video. What, um, tell us a bit more about your journey and how you came you know, to, to join forces with Ashley. Yeah. Well, Ashley and I actually met in college. Uh, we're mm -hmm. members of the same sorority and I was pledging and she was my, what you call your associate member educator. So we spent a lot of time together during the semester that I was online. And, um, after college, we just kept in touch over the years and we're mm -hmm. Ashley and I are big dreamers. Like we're like, oh, I want to own my own business. I want to get out there and change the world, but we used to be mega flakes. Like we would start something <laughs> and never finish it. And we're like, God bless. We just need to do better. And then um, I want to say it was a couple of years. I don't remember the exact dates, but we were like, we are going to, we are going to change careers. Like we are going to switch jobs and like, we're really going to do it this time. We're not going to flake out. And 
I mean, our process worked. I used to teach. I don't anymore. Ashley used to uh, be in a, a teen mentoring program. Was it Girls yeah. Inc? Uh-huh. Yeah. And so we both uh, officially quit and now we work for ourselves. How long ago have you done? Like how long ago did you make the big leap? A, uh, almost a it, year. It's been a year. Over a year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we were just talking about right before I hit record about that year anniversary. And so yeah. you've, been, you've been at this for a year and yeah. it took you a while to be able to follow through and to to find something that you both enjoy, that you both love, yeah. and that something that you're you're well you're both willing to commit and dedicate your time to. Yeah, and actually our business came about by accident because we were just accountability partners. We would meet mm-hmm. weekly, we would do book studies together, and then eventually we started talking about our goals, like okay, I want to launch my own business. I wanted to be a professional writer and Ashley wanted to have her own teen mentoring business. And I was like, okay, so what are the steps we need to take to make that happen? And we would meet every week and be like, okay, girl, did you do the thing you said you were going to do this past week? And most of the time it was a yes. Sometimes it was a no, you know, because <laughs> life, but, um, but yeah, and then our business came about because our process worked so well for us that we wanted to share it with other women. Um, yeah. Right. And here we are. Right. So Ashley, I know your, yes. your stories, your journeys like definitely intersected. Is there anything that you want to add? Yeah. Um, no, I mean, pretty much like she said, it was just us hanging out and being friends and just calling here and there to catch catch up and then it was kind of like hey this is nice to have somebody regularly to check in with and we just consciously made the decision we were going to try to make it more constant and hold each other accountable and it started with really small things and then once those conversations continued and I was like oh that's totally something you can do and oh you know that's totally something I can do but like how do we get from A to Z and so it was the sitting down and kind of um, learning how to do it in small bite-sized chunks so right. that we can get from A to Z and not be overwhelmed and then just quit, like, which would have been a habit from before. So, so I'm really curious, how long have you been making it like more of a formal check-in or like formal let's meet once a week and oh goodness. get, get <laughs> um, <things> done? <laughs> you know what? Since, since right after I had my daughter and she's six, so okay. about six years. Yeah. And you focused on, on various things, like obviously not just business wise, but like, mm-hmm. what are some other things that you over the years have focused on that you've been able to provide each other with, with that accountability piece? Um, so funny story. It started because I wanted to read the Bible. I wanted to read it like cover to cover. Right. And so right. I, I reached out to Ashley and I was like, do you want to read the Bible with me? And she was like, uh, that's not usually how people do it, but okay. Like, (laughs) (laughs) um, and then that morphed into just, we really wanted to be the best versions of ourselves. Like we're obsessed with personal development. So it became kind of like a book study and we would pick books and then we'd read them, you know, slowly and meet to talk about what was working for us, what wasn't. 
And then we would take what we learned, like time management has always been a big one for both of us, like yeah. reading books about how do we manage our time better? How do we get more out of the day? There are people who do it. Why can't we do it? And <laughs> right, right. I'm actually teaching a workshop tonight, which will be in the past when the time this drops, but exactly on that topic, taking back your time. Yes. <laughs> Because it's a mega struggle. Like, what is time? It feels like <laughs> we can never get a hold of it. So yeah. you, were, you were always concerned with that. You're, you're trying to figure that out. And so how did you bring that into the accountability piece? Like, how did you bring that into your calls or your meetings? Yeah. So then it kind of became a let's, let's start making plans for what we want to do as individuals to, um, to be able, because for me in that time, I was like, oh, I want to do this. And she was like, okay, so let's make reasonable little goals to get you from here. And so it became sitting down and how to create goals and what do goals look like and what are manageable, realistic ones. And then us, when we would call and talk about books, it would be like, okay, so how's it going? You know, have you reached that goal? And it kind of, it wasn't a moment of us making it an official, like, this is what we're doing today from now on. It was just, mm -hmm. hey, I really want to do this and I'm here to support you. And I just want to check in and see how it's going. And then once we started seeing obviously a pattern of like, oh, this is, this is working. Like I need accountability. This is helping me because I know she's going to ask. <laughs> and so <laughs> then it became like, let's make this regular. Let's be more intentional with this question and these meetings when we do meet so it went from just being a regular let's do this for us and then it was like oh this is this is really good I'm liking right. this how you felt you were getting places yes yeah and it wasn't always life. it wasn't always business related or job related yeah. like there was health goals you know mm -hmm. or what we do is we would meet and we would make goals for like three months we're like, okay, for these three months, we're going to focus on this and this only. And mm -hmm. then we check in and see how is that going? Like for me, being healthy was a big one, making sure I was working out consistently, eating right. And so Ashley would ask me, so what'd you eat last week? And mm -hmm. I, I would have to be very honest. And sometimes I'd be like, well, I had half a pizza. <laughs> right, you had to bring it to the table. <laughs> <laughs> Lay it out on the yes. table. We know that there is power in building strong habits in your life, but sometimes making them stick can be the tricky part. Habits are at the core of creating a life where you feel fulfilled and able to be your best self. Learn how to transform your health, your life, and yourself by downloading my free guide, Building Strong Habits. The link to grab your guide is in the show notes of today's episode. That, that's another thing. Like, I know when you said about the Bible, like you came to Ashley and said, you know, do you want to read the Bible with me? Yeah. You know, are your goals mostly um, separate or together or a combination of both? Like personal goals or things that you're like, okay, let's do this together and hold mm. each other accountable. Mostly separate. Um, yeah. Ashley has her goals and then I have mine and we put them in three categories. So there's, you get to pick one goal, one professional, one personal, mm -hmm. and one relationship goal. Yeah. Okay. And then for three months, we just focus on those three things. And it was really good to keep us from getting distracted because when new opportunities pop up, we get really excited. 
and yes. we're the first one to be <laughs> like hard to keep your blinders on yeah exactly <laughs> and so ashley would be really good about being like but laura that doesn't fall in with this goal maybe you need to table that for the next quarter okay. and then she, yeah she helped me stay focused like yes that sounds cool but i need to stay right here right okay okay so what are some of the things that aside did you make it through reading the bible <laughs> so no we didn't <laughs> because, yeah what are some of the things that you have accomplished <laughs> Well, yeah, Ashley I was, was right. The Bible is not meant to be read cover to cover. I was like, girl. But you had to figure it out for yourself. Yeah, I was very much like, that is a great goal. But <laughs> to be realistic <laughs> about it, I was like, how about we start with a Bible study book? That will help us. So we started with that. And yeah, we just moved through and went through each like different books. We did, you know, Bible study books. And then we went into like, um, like self-help, self-work. Um, we even went into finances. We would read books on being money smart and wise. And it just kind of um, went from there and grew. And as we learned, um, we were like, oh, this is, you know, this is something I can put into place in my own life. And we would make sure that, you know, what was that? What did you get out of the book? And how are you going to apply this to your life? So the yeah. biggest thing is also just, you know, we were able to start our businesses while working full-time jobs and yeah. raising kids. So we would, you know, when you say my dream is to start my own business, that sounds like so overwhelming. Yeah. Yes. So we would say, okay, for this month, you're just going to focus on networking. You're going to talk to as many people as you can. Mm -hmm. And then we would set weekly goals. So how many people are you going to talk to this week? that kind of thing. And then we each had to create our own websites. We each had to figure out how we were going to structure the businesses, what we were going to charge. And we slowly worked through all of that until we got to a point where what we were making in our businesses was able to replace what we were making in our jobs. And we were like, okay, the time has come. <laughs> right. We're so quitting. You have your own separate business and then you have one together? Yes. Uh -huh. Correct. Okay. So you're both dual, dual business owners. Yeah. Yes. Not just one, but two businesses. <laughs> yeah. Almost three businesses with all of you combined. Okay. Yeah. 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 So do you feel that having an accountability partner, like that you would be in the same place had you not worked together? Uh-uh. Oh, no. Do no. you feel that an accountability, having an accountability partner is a guarantee for success? Um, no, because at the end of the day, like both of us know, I can show up for Laura and I can be like, hey, you got this. But if she's not putting in the work after our phone call ends or after we finish reading a book, it's not going to happen. So mm -hmm. there is an accountability with yourself first and foremost. And then you have that backup of having the accountability of that friend or that partner or whoever it may be. And that's just the icing on top. So it starts with yourself first. Yeah. yeah so okay so you two started off you already knew each other from college you were yeah. sorority sisters mm -hmm. how would how do you suggest if somebody did want to get an accountability partner mm. where would they even start to look like if they're trying to think of someone in their life that could provide the accountability one is there certain traits or certain things yes. that they need to be looking for in an accountability partner and second how do they even approach the person um, well, that's a two-part question. So I'm going to go with the characteristics part. Okay. 
you, I would say you want someone who's also working towards a goal or they're trying to make a change of their own because they have some skin in the game, so to say. And so like, for example, with Ashley and I, we both wanted something, even when we first started and it had nothing to do with business. I wanted to read the Bible and Ashley wanted, you know, she, she wanted to get closer to her faith. So it just kind of worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you want someone who's going to hold you accountable. Someone who's not afraid to say, Hey, you said you were going to, you know, email three people this week and you didn't. So what are we going to do? Yeah. yeah. What are we going to do moving forward? It's never about shame, but it is yeah. about someone being, you need someone to call you out when you didn't do the stuff you said you were going to do. Oh yeah, for sure. And then it definitely needs to be someone who, who you care enough about disappointing. So like, if I told a (laughs) random person, I'm going to write a book this year and then I did it, they wouldn't care. (laughs) And they wouldn't care care if they thought anything less of you for not doing it. But with Ashley, if she were to say, you know, well, what do you mean? You haven't even written a page what's going on? And she'll just say it just like that. She's just asking questions. And I'm like, girl, I don't know. I need to do better. I need to do better. You're right. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's important. I think that's important because if you, if you choose somebody that, that could care less about your progress or that you don't even care about, you know, disappointing or anything, then, then yeah, that's not going to make a very good accountability partner for sure. Right. (laughs) Um, so Ashley, where would you say we, you would go and find someone? Um, I would first look in my inner circle. Um, you know, I think some of those questions and you knowing like where they are in their life, if they're moving towards a goal would be somebody that's close to you. So I'd first start looking in family and friends. Is there anybody in that group that you see that is working to strive towards a goal has made a comment to you about it? Um, And then from there, you can also have accountability depending on what your goal is in work. If there's somebody in your job or in your field that you feel like is, you know, someone that you can kind of run alongside and that's going to hold you accountable, that's there too. But there are so many like Facebook groups and like people on social media who um, are looking for the same thing I think in today's age it's easier to find it than it would be you know just looking around the office and not really knowing who to who to talk to um but yeah I think it just it it starts with your inner circle and then kind of work your way out and see who's available I would surmise that your relationship between each other has like really deepened and grown just by able just by providing each other with that support and accountability for sure. Oh, yeah. Ashley's, Ashley's family at this point, and we don't live in the same city, uh, <laughs> and we still see each other's face probably two to three times a week, either yeah. on mm-hmm. like a, a virtual meeting or FaceTime, or we'll text each other or something. But um, yeah, we've gotten a lot. We were already close. We've yeah. gotten a whole lot closer. Yes. What sure. would be the pros of finding a friend or somebody that... Um, like not outside, like outside of your spouse or outside of your partner, Mm -hmm. what would be the advantages of doing that versus just asking your husband or like maybe an adult child or your mom to like be your accountability partner? (laughs) (laughs) My mom would be a terrible accountability partner because she thinks I'm great. She would be like, no, you're doing wonderful. Right. Right. (laughs) Um, I think one 
the like uh, advantages is that you're, I feel like there's just, it's easier to talk about some things, especially if there's some goals within your house and your space that eh, maybe your partner is just like, okay, you know, like the mom that's like, oh, you've got this or the partner that's like, okay, I believe in you. You know, like sometimes we want to like eat healthier, but our spouse is bringing in like cupcakes and stuff you know (laughs) so um I think having that person outside of your household to kind of talk you and talk you through it and to hold you accountable makes it a lot easier too for you to open up and just talk about your frustrations because that's also part of a accountability partner people are going to ask you why aren't you doing or what's going on and being able to be open and not feel like you're going to hurt somebody's feelings or they're going to take it the wrong way um so that's one one thing I would think of okay yeah like my husband's my my husband and my mom are my biggest fans so they they can't be my accountability partners because they'll be Mm -hmm. quick to be like oh you're tired just take the day off Right. Just take the day off. You'll be fine. You know, I need someone who's going to be like, I know you're tired, boo, yeah. but take an hour break and then get back at yeah. it. You know, right. <laughs> right. you need somebody who wants to push that you need that push yes. or else you wouldn't have done it in the first place. Exactly. And finding someone who knew you at a, when you got started, you know, like mm-hmm. Ashley and I, we were very different people in college. So mm-hmm. it's really nice to be able to remind each other, like you have come so far, girl, like you've been through yeah all of this stuff, this is, this is hard, but you do hard things, you know, someone who can remind you of how much you've already come. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We need that. We need that to be able to look back and reflect on the progress that we've made. Oh, And then you're like, we're so hard on ourselves. We don't ever sit sit down and be like, dang girl, you did that. You did (laughs) hard things. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So is there any other, um, suggestions or anything that you want to add any tips for the listeners in regards to having an accountability partner I would Mm. say don't get overwhelmed by the word accountability because it sounds like like a job you know what I mean it's really it's someone who's there to be your number one cheerleader Mm-hmm. And your number one, like reminder of where you're trying to go. They're going to hold your goal in front of you when you get tired. And they're going to be like, no, you want this. Remember, come on, <laughs> you can get it. Come, you got it, you know? Yeah. And, and it, can, it can be hard to find someone. And it, it really sucks if you think you found your accountability partner and then they flake out or what have you. But yeah. that's where the, the deepening of the relationship is really helpful because there have been times where, I'll fall way off the wagon or Ashley will fall way off the wagon. Mm -hmm. And just being, knowing that she's counting on me makes me do stuff when I don't really want to. (laughs) Like, I'm like, I don't want (laughs) to tell her. Yeah. 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 And I also think, you know, it helps to have somebody alongside you. I think sometimes fear steps in and it's scary to do new things by yourself. And so, you know, people hear accountability and they're like, oh, I can never do anything wrong because this person is going to be on me. That's not necessarily the only job as an accountability. It's saying, hey, remind yourself to have grace. Hey, remember how, you know, like we were saying before, you've done this, you've done harder. Mm -hmm. And so there's so many beautiful aspects to having an accountability partner and moving forward and finding your voice and your strength while also having somebody alongside you do that too. So don't let 
fear of feeling like you're going to have somebody in your face or in your ear all the time deter you from looking for one? Because I think we hear accountability partner and I think of a screaming coach, like <laughs> do more reps, go harder. And I'm like, no, I don't want to like, you know, make sure you have, and your idea of accountability is in a healthy space. Cause it should be healthy. It should be safe. It should be, you know, something that's gonna help you be a better person. So Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for sharing all about those. I'm like, I actually have an accountability pod, which I I got from, um, I did a course through Amy Porterfield. And as part of that, she encourages the whole, she believes in the power of accountability as well. And so she encourages us all to join, you know, up with other members of her course. Mm -hmm. And this was almost two years ago. And I still, you know, I'm still in, in my group and we meet every week and I've That's made awesome. so, so much good. progress. You know, it focuses on the business, but business mm-hmm. and personal is so aligned and inter- yes. they intersect so much. Yes. That we have talked about so much of the time management piece, right? Like <laughs> how do we balance it all and giving each other ideas and suggestions and, you know, being that cheerleader for each other. So yeah. I, I'm right with you. Like I believe in the power of accountability. It really does yeah. help you move quicker and mm-hmm. get a clearer path to your goals for sure. Yes, for sure. Objective person. To say, <laughs> what? Keep going. Keep going. Yes. <laughs> <Stop this. laughs> so, so what are your, um, we'll start with Ashley this time. What is your go-to self-care practice? How do you best to feel recharged and refreshed and like yourself refuel? Yeah. So uh, for me, it's meditation. It's whether that is um, sitting and just having quiet time and listening to music. Um, If that's working on breath work, um, if that is even dancing, because I feel like dancing is a form of meditation. um, Those are my go-tos and they just help me feel grounded like it just is like a release of the stress or anything that is just keeping me from being on the path that I want to be on so yeah it's meditation for me definitely awesome how about you Laura exercise of any kind um going on walks like Ashley said dancing I'm a big fan of HIIT workouts which are like really short really intense bursts of exercise yeah so like 20 minutes of you just going all out and I mean talk about feeling, I just feel like spent afterwards. And it just feels like, okay, I'm ready to take <laughs> on whatever is coming in the day. And I, I prefer to do it in the morning. I'm an early morning person. That way I'm ready to tackle the rest of my day. Right. Right. Ashley, do you like doing it in the morning or any time or do you have a Yeah. So I kind of go with the flow. Sometimes it's in the morning and sometimes it is when my kids are taking a nap. So that's like the perfect moment. It's middle of day where you're kind of like kind of slowing down and it helps me. Yeah. Get revved back up, find my energy, find my center and I keep going. Nice. Hey, do you, do you ladies have any books that you could recommend or a book that maybe has perhaps changed your life or gave you a new perspective of any sort? Oh, Lauda, you go. (laughs) I recommend this one every time people ask me this and it's The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Um, It's a very short read and it just talks about the, the power of the snowball effect. So if you have bad habits, you have one bad habit that you do every day, for example, like eating a cookie 
If you eat a cookie every single day, eventually you're going to start gaining weight, right? And then the opposite is also true. If you get up and you go for a walk, for a 10 minute walk every morning, eventually you're going to start to feel really good. You're, you're going to start to feel stronger. So it just, I love that it talks about the power of incremental habits and how they can really snowball into big changes. Right. Nice. How about yeah. you, Ashley? Um, I would say for me, one of my go-to books, I'm still currently reading it. It is called Red Lip Theology and it's by Candace. And what it is, is like me and Lauda, we started with, you know, our connecting and trying to read the Bible and growing up in a Southern Baptist, you know, uh, religious home, it's kind of, you know, a version and a conversation of Candace sharing with everybody what her relationship and her connection with God looks like. And it's different. It is, it's a different perspective. And I love reading uh, something that kind of pushes me out of my comfort zone and gets me thinking about the the world I live in and how people see it differently. So it's a really good, um, book it feels like you're talking to a girlfriend and so I would definitely recommend it nice so where can listeners find you where can they follow up with you so we um also have a podcast and we put out a new episode every Thursday the podcast is called the Bella Valiente podcast (laughs) and you can find us on um pretty much anywhere you can hear podcasts and we are on, on social media. We're on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook as Bella Valiente and the numbers 247 for 247. Oh, 247. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and all of Laura and Ashley's information, contact information are all going to be found in the episode or in the show notes of today's episode. So definitely go check it out. Go listen to their podcast yes. and they've got lots of great stuff. So Thank you so much, girls, for joining me today and being my guest on the Most Thank you. Podcast. Thank you for having us. <laughs> yes, this is great. Hey, did you know that there's a Facebook group filled with moms without capes? Women who are learning that it's safe to take off the superwoman cape and take care of themselves? There sure is, and we'd love to have you in the group. Moms Without Capes is a free community for moms who feel overwhelmed stressed out and exhausted from trying to do it all. Come discover who you are under that cape and give yourself permission to show yourself some love. Search Moms Without Capes when you're in Facebook or follow the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. See you there. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Capes podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.